Hello, you're listening to the Wrong Opinion Podcast with Juan and Katie. Just a quick update before this episode starts. We will be doing weekly episodes that will be uploaded every Thursday. So this is the last episode before we start that schedule. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Wrong Opinion Pod. Hi, what have we watched this week? Thank you for listening to the Wrong Opinion <laughs> Podcast. What did we watch this week? Well, we watched all of Tiger King, the very popular documentary series i was gonna say unfortunately but Netflix. honestly like fuck that it was great you think it was great i don't like when you fucking ask me that because it's well, like really you think it was great i'm like, not you, saying like you actually liked it i'm not like, saying wow. i didn't think it was great i'm saying you think it was great let's just like okay i think it changed let's talk about general stuff right like people's opinions on things yeah well let, let's i mean aside from that like we can't talk about just a move like just a, a movie a tv show Super fucking entertaining, super good, yeah. great storytelling, great, like, everything tied to get all of the fucking, like... Lots of cliffhangers, too. Yeah, for sure, and and that's hard to do in a documentary, mind you, because it's just, like, that's just not how it works, right? Documentaries are just real life, so you have to really alter them, but I feel like they just, they didn't have to alter much, and they just had to worry about uh, storytelling, like, just how are we going to split this up, how are we going to put all this information into an entire and they definitely pieced it together very perfectly to where like at the end of each episode it would end like in a cliffhanger which made you want to click on the next one so you knew they took their time and piecing all the information and it wasn't even yeah it was in chronological order but like that didn't matter too much it was just like you're like in the last three minutes of episode three and then this happened you're like oh god now i have to watch the next episode like they were just good good. at putting that docuseries together and maybe that's what helped them out there was a docuseries and not a documentary and then on top of that from from the fact of like what you said, like it changed everything. Okay, so there's general, like it's a really good show. But aside from that, this really made an impact. And I think, honestly, based on what I've seen, I don't I don't think it's made enough of an impact in places it should have, you know? Because I see a lot of jokes about like free Joe Exotica and free this and that, which is just... Bold of you to assume they're jokes. I, yeah, I'm saying they're jokes because I mean they could be, but... Who knows? But honestly, like, I think at the end of the episodes, or at least at the last thing they said was just focus on, like, we love the animals animals, and we need to, you know, free them. So, like, I liked that it was focused on that. But, of course, the entire show was focused on the drama and the marriage and this is not not that it shouldn't have been because clearly it was amazing. But it just sucks because it was like the only way to get the attention of these animals is to, like put on this at the same time you wouldn't want to watch a documentary only on animals if you're yeah. gonna want to watch that then watch like planet earth or like well, the ones on disney plus that's you know, or Geo. Is, is I, I remember we were watching a bunch of movies today which is so strange we we're watching a bunch of movies today that had trailers because we haven't what am i saying we we're watching regular cable for crying out loud just like for once in our lifetime we were not watching streaming shows and so we we're watching and these all the freaking trailers were just the sad ass dogs from the the ones that are being abandoned and it was like you need to donate this much because this is not and then my grandma was just like oh i mean these tra- these these commercials you know, i was gonna say are you using the word trailer for commercials it kind of like confused me too i was like did you guys just sit on to watch trailers now when we got married did you spend that second just thinking you know what i'm going to spend my whole life trying to shit on katie and everything that she does i only spend like seven everything that comes out of her fucking mouth i'm gonna be like did you say that are you stupid because that's what you fucking sound like sorry i didn't bitch. mean it like that i didn't mean it like Whatever. that you were watching tv and commercials came up dick. and commercial and commercials came up fuck okay the commercials came up and it's a sad ass dog my grandma's like oh i don't know i don't want to watch this like or change it or something put them out i'm just like 
Like, I don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? It's not like I'm going to donate the money because it does seem kind of sketchy. If anything, I would help yeah. in other direct ways, which I, I have, like, for, like, our our local one and everything like that. Or like St. Jude's and stuff? Um. Yeah, and it's just, I don't know. It was just, it's just a little sketchy the way they're, there's, why do they have to do it that way? So, from a marketing perspective, from somebody with a degree in mass communications. Humble frack. Um, I want to, like, I, I it's kind of weird the way they're, like, portraying the fact that, like, they have to be super depressing to get their attention. Now, trust me, if these people, like, what they're trying to do is get the attention of the people who do care about animals, right? Who do care, not not that sure. everybody do, doesn't, but the people who are already, like, probably do a lot for animals, but they're, like, tearing at their little heartstrings and making them hurt even more so they can give them some more money. Yeah, activists. Not to people to, like, my, like my, my grandma or my family or people that I know that are, like, they care for animals, but not enough to listen to it. Uh, a commercial like that yeah so that's something i was thinking about and that's another thing i was thinking about joe in this tiger king they did it perfectly right let's talk about animals but like let's give the people what they really want it's like all the information a show. they want a show they want a full show they want like the drama they want all this weird stuff happening to people and that and honestly like cringe culture is like such a big deal right now and so this coming out right now, especially in like just being home all the time, it's just like, that's intense. That's insane that, that somebody was like, I'm going to put this into a show. And you know what like cringe culture is, right? No. So on like TikTok or Twitter or things like that, oh, that's it's why. like a big deal. Okay. You're a bitch. <laughs> you can leave. No, don't oh, you dare God tap dang on the I was about to do table. it on the tap. I knew you were going to fucking do it. Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> um... No, like, cringe culture is basically, like, just people that are just really cringy on, like, on their social media and stuff, and they just do really cringy things. Yeah, or like they do it purposely. And, well, they do it purposely, but, like, it's just us, like, like, oh my god, queen, or, like, wow, we love them, but, like, clearly we're making fun of them. Like, it's not, it's rude. Worthy. Yeah. Um, it's fucking funny, though. I don't, I mean, it is a cult, it's Well, the hilarious. whole point of it is yeah, to be funny. It's cringe. But it sucks because that's what the reality of it is. It's just us making fun of them. So it's the same thing with like, with them. So like, we watch these people on the show and we're like, what the fuck? Is this real? Like, this people exist? These people do yeah. these things? Like, I was thinking of that literally the whole time while I was watching it. But it's so entertaining. Like, what the fuck? It's so entertaining. It's crazy. I think it threw me off to, well... I mean, let, let's just be very honest with ourselves. And it, I'm not used to seeing those type of people. And by those type of people, you know, I mean... Country? Country and hillbilly and okay that. And I was like, I know they're not the only ones that think this way. But it's crazy how, like, a lot of people, for example, on Twitter and, mm-hmm. and like... Because that's the platform that I use the most for social media. Mm-hmm. Like, man, you, can, you would only expect this from the Hicks, right? Or all that stuff. But I'm like, would you? Mm-hmm. Would you only expect it from the Hicks? Or do you think there's other people capable of portraying or acting the way they were being portrayed on Tiger King? Because, like, obviously, like, 98% of the cast is full-on, well, no. like, hillbilly. Specific, I mean, that's dumb because it's specifically that kind of cringe is, like, that hillbilly cringe. There's obviously different kinds of cringe. Like, I don't know, uh, furries, that's a cringe. Cosplayers, that's, like, a different kind of cringe. And then, then the, the fact is there are always other people who are not who are in that group who are not cringy, you know, like there are hibillies and people just trying to live their life that are not that fucking crazy. And, and honestly, props to them. They have like big balls because they're like, oh, pretty much what they were told. It's like, oh, we're going to record you, you know, live your daily life and we're going to record you for the X amount of time. 
just be you or whatever. And I'm pretty sure most of them were not acting. They were just working okay, at the zoo, yeah, just doing normally. Them, but after that, I but mean, like they that's did really explain, how they are. Yeah, but they did explain that because of the cameras. That I mean, specifically at Joe Exotica, he Exotica, no my miss Exotica. What are you thinking of? The strip club. <laughs> Joe Joe Exotic. He he was con- constantly changing in front of the camera. They even said that he was like. And maybe that's something that happened with a lot of the characters is that they were using the camera as like a, a way to like, I don't know, change their demeanor for, for mm-hmm. random stuff. They even said he was doing that, which we can go on more about that. But yeah, like just, just explaining that, that that's cringe culture. That's what this was. That's why it was so fucking good. That's why people can't stop watching it. That's why I'm going to convince my mother to watch it till I freaking die and she still hasn't seen it. So, okay. Like I want your honest opinion. Like, mm-hmm. There was a copious amount of characters in this docu-series. There was so many. Mm-hmm. Do you think there is a bad guy? Do you think there's a good guy? Be honest. Like, don't think about it. Do you think there's a good person and a bad person? If, okay, so, like, I want to go off of this, you know, the only good guy. Because I don't want to say it's a good guy, bad guy. Because nobody... A good guy wins. You know what I'm saying? The good guy gets what he wants in the end. And I don't think anybody's getting what they want. And also, there's no end. You know? No, it's, it's not an ongoing over. case. And like even with like Jeff's case, even though Jeff, you know, apparently got out free and he him and, and Alan, the the guy, the hitman, like got away free, it doesn't matter. There's still some punishments in the end that they may get that we don't even karma. see yet. Uh well not even karma. Like literally they're still gonna be investigated. They're still gonna get them, you know? Um but like as far as good guy, if I had to pick one good guy, man, it's that poor um the poor campaign manager, Josh, Joshua, Dial. Yeah. Oh my God, poor guy. Well, he knew what he was talking about too. So the only thing is, like, that's what one thing about this you can show that this show really like explains is that even the good guys can be the bad guys, and they they even did it in the tell all after when they explained it. <laughs> You're me if the, what are frogs? <laughs> like, what are frogs? From the Jeopardy meme, the X Files music. Even the good guys can be the bad guys. Fuck off. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. When's it real? It's a docu series. It's real. Like they're always. It's people. It's not actors. Yeah. It's people. Okay, that's so why. It reminded it... me of this thing. So there's this TikTok trend where I was like, "Oh, we're, um, this is, this is when when the gays take over. Okay. These are the only straights that we're going to tolerate. Tolerate, right? And then there's another one where I was like, when the gays take over, this is the only gays that we're not taking. And it was like, oh, the guy who ran for president. Donald Trump? No manches. The one who's just running the the gay one from... Oh my god, why the fuck can't I remember his name? I don't know. Whatever. One of those candidates, um, and then like a couple other characters. And I think of that when I think of Joe Exotic, where it's like, my god, LGBT representing, but they're like, he's done so many terrible things. And like, look how awesome that this... Being represented. Being represented in this way, it's fucking... It's ridiculous. And then... Not to mention the fact that, like, a lot of these characters were so, like, it's not common for there to be somebody homosexual in that area, in you know, and be it, like, a hick or a hillbilly, whatever you want to call it. So, this is just even adding... So, it's even adding, like, wow, look, they can be different. And then you're like, Jesus, fuck, do we want them? There's a little too he's much for horrible. them. He's horrible. He's awful. And that's the thing is, like, they even explain, like, wow, he started out really loving the animals and doing all the stuff and changing everything. And then he had that whole Thanksgiving dinner where he gave everybody like 
food that he cooked all night with his parents. Yeah, like such a big deal. He did good things, but then he did some terrible shit, you know? And I don't want to use that bullshit that you always say with the fucking, the good is often turned with their bones. It doesn't fucking matter. (laughs) I always say that. That's funny. You always say it, but like, let's be real here. You, you, but it's, I mean, something illegal, you got to go to jail. Like, that's it. No, no. I mean, you just said it yourself. You're right. I mean, you're, we're never going to be remembered or applauded. We're always going to be like known for the bad things, and unfortunately, Joe is going to be known for the bad things. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we're going to be known. No, it's not unfortunate. It is a fact. It's awesome. Let's remember him for that shit. Because if we forget that, I swear to fucking god, and that's what's happening right now. Everyone's (laughs) like Joe Exotic. Wow, Carol Baskin killed you know her husband. This is now. I'm like, why the fuck are we glorifying him? Jesus Christ, stop, please, please. Stop glorifying him. Yes, I get it. it's funny. Some of the, some of these jokes are hilarious, but I really hope we don't push to the point where we do that because that would really like... No, some of them are just well, for the memes. Well, honestly. the same thing when people were like, yeah, for sure, which is fine. But then there's people who were doing the same thing with Chris Brown where they were like, Chris Brown, I still love him. I don't give a shit. But then that guy, some guy on TikTok like listed all the shit he did that was still terrible that people shouldn't forget. And that's something I want to like stress. It's like, I get it's a joke, but like these people are real people that did terrible things and i think what's gonna be the i mean they even said it in the show what's gonna be the ending one is the fact that he didn't just hurt people he hurt animals yeah and animal activists and people who care about those those are gonna outdo anybody you know you know what's funny about that bringing up animal activists is that i mean the main one they mentioned i believe in episode seven or episode six is obviously PETA. you know mm-hmm. and PETA is like the the go-to what is it not company or organization sorry that protects animals and all stuff but there's a lot of things we do in our everyday lives that go against all the stuff that PETA um fights for that even we would probably be in trouble just like maybe not as much as Joe was but to some degree like I mean everyone does something of that extent that big thing comes into fact that there is no hero and there is no villain yeah because if we're gonna get mad at Joe then get mad at your neighbor or get mad at your cousin that does that to their animal type thing oh fuck off okay yes does that to your animal yes for sure that's a fact though but I'm talking about those weird man and I I don't even want to go into this but with PETA because there's like a lot of stuff with that organization that's still like clearly not I mean, they legit don't want people to eat animals. Yeah, and I mean, that's what I'm saying. There's always going to be some, you know, there's not, a, it's not going to be a line. You know what I'm saying? There's not, it's good. It's going to be. It's a gray area. Yeah, and it's just, but cool. There are definitely clear facts that something is bad and it's going to be Joe Exotic. Like, that's clearly wrong. <laughs> Joe Exotic's so, wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's, that's fucked up. So, like, with, like, okay, let's get into it with, with Carol Baskin. Why do I... What What do you think? I'm going to ask you first. What do you think about it? I think Carol Baskin is the definition of a saying in Spanish. El burro hablando de orejas. Mm. That basically translates to literally. I'm going to translate it literally then mm-hmm. tell you what it means. Okay. The donkey talking about ears. Meaning the donkey has no way of complaining or talking about ears when the donkey itself has big ears and big goofy ears right so it's like the same thing if we want to talk about it metaphorically what it means is like you can't be bashing on someone when you yourself are doing that specific thing yeah she was hating on joe she was like and not even hating actually no, she was being very calm about it on joe on she was like why why doc? is he doing yeah on doc antle too and she no, no, was no, like, not being very calm on it she's 
Well, she was passive aggressive. Well, no. Aside from that, her entire thing was to shut Joe's zoo down. So like, and then yeah, and then no, she has and then she has freaking like those cats in tiger in kit and blah, blah, those cats in cages and all that stuff. And even one of Joe's employees that went and visited her place, her sanctuary, even mentioned it. Or I can't remember if it was Joe himself in the episode, but how like the place where the tigers that she had would eat and drink water mm-hmm. was even smaller than what joe had like it was like a little thing for their heads to just barely fit in there and drink like that's awful when joe okay. at least had like so freaking first of all i just want to say that we run. don't know anything about that we don't know anything about those rules or regulations we don't know anything about how that goes so i'm just letting you know i'm not gonna take joe exotic's word for that nor am I going to take Carol Baskin's word right. for what is good. I mean, if we're going to play fair, yeah. I'm not going to take their word for it. So I'm just saying here, like, when she was feeding them, she had, like, a box where she wouldn't have to go in and mess with their uh, their area. That's literally it. Their space. Because Joe would, like, feed them through, like, a little thing. Or they would go in, drop the meat, and, like, leave a door to open them to go through a certain area. Um, But then again, he would have five or like up to 14 tigers go through that little area to go get the meat. Yeah. So, I mean, it's still Yeah, I mean, they're it's still bad. I it's, mean, it's not like one's they're more both, correct than the other. Yeah, well, I think one thing we're missing here is that like I guess the fact that Carol Baskin's you know, zoo has lasted, I mean, I'm going to say zoo, but like her sanctuary, sanctuary has lasted longer or has lasted as long as it has in this kind of like animal climate is because it's just it is older you know and it is trusted at this while by people you know so all those volunteers that she doesn't pay anything to they have worked there for how long they have worked there right and they stay there because they're loyal you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and that's how she does and that's it, what they believe in which is why we'll talk about cults because this is a big deal because strangely enough all these fucking sanctuaries are fucking cults because the stuff they're doing is crazy, and the only way to get people to do this shit is to fucking brainwash them. So, and they all have different kinds of cults, different levels, right? So, like, with Carol Baskin, she's not paying any of those fucking people. And what she has is, like, a hierarchy system. So, she even has colors of shirts she mentions, the colors of shirts that she represents of people working and in how much work levels. you've put into that. Yeah, sanctuary. exactly. So, it was more of, like, a level of, like, you get an award if you do this, but it's not money. You get this, this, and that. It's just a different and colored you shirt. you bet your fucking life on it that the people that are in the top are people who will probably save secrets for her and not tell anybody anything. Mm-hmm. And she's the one getting all the money and she's the one getting all this. However, out of any of the leaders of these groups, she's the smartest one because she's the only one who hasn't said anything stupid on camera. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because she knows how to, to protect extent. herself. There's some stuff that I'll mention that she has said that was kind of like... Mm. Then you have Doc Antle. Who, his is like a sex cult basically mm-hmm. it's just him and all these women so and his excuse is that it's like sex um it, it attracts people and it brings in you know the women with these lines this isn't that but clearly exotic animals brings exotic like characteristics yeah. and all that stuff now now he has three wives he even his this, kid because his son came out and oh, they yeah. asked him like well, what do you think about your dad and he's like oh he's the guy he's the king of the place like well no he doesn't say that he says that everybody thinks he's a god and that he's the king and everything he says that so that's why um he also Bhagavan, he comes in he comes in in a yeah Bhagavan it means lord but then he said yeah. it means like keeper or watch or something he said it didn't mean that um, very humble man <sighs> shut the fuck up 
Doc Antle was probably the worst one. I think I hated him the most. His was legit a cult. And his was a cult in a way that it was like with girls. So that one's another specific kind of like cult where it's just like, we're going to bring in a girl at a time and they bring them really young. And like he said, they all worked with them for like 15 to 20 years. And then that's how they get stuck. Right. So that's the different kinds. Right. And then you have Joe Exotic. His cult was just people who had nowhere to go. So people he had picked up off the street, people who need jobs, up, right? He was helping people in a way. So it did kind of fuck the whole system up. Basically, it was yeah. harder to catch because it was his excuse was always like, oh, well, I'm helping them. And, you know, this it's for a that, better which, cause. Of course he was. So it's just like it's it's insane. Like there's no way out of it. No way to explain that. So that's that's something that's really interesting. I it's like looking for the evil in something good or looking for the good in something evil type thing. Yeah. And then. But I wanted to say, I wanted to mention specifically that Carol Baskins is still considered that because at some point you still have to fucking, you know, pay people. Jesus Christ. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's insane. They didn't mention that she never paid them? I can't even remember that. Yes, because she started talking about the fact that Doc Antle only paid his, well, uh, Barbara. So the one that worked with Doc, Barbara yeah, Fisher. Fisher. Yeah, and so they all have... Oh, not to mention, super big cult, culty thing. They renamed the women that went there. So uh, renaming in cults basically means like you are assigning... Starting over? A, yeah, being a, a whole number, another person. So that may, like disconnects you from your past life. So that's another thing. But like her name was Bala and her new one. But um, And she's an ex-employee and I really wish I learned more about how she got out of it and how that worked out. But aside from that, so... Um, she explained that they only got paid a hundred a week and then they would work like every hour of every day. Yeah, that would blow. So that was her pool, right? Is the fact that, yeah, it's a paying job or whatever the fuck, but like you... At what cost type thing? Well, you don't get paid. You know what I'm saying? So that's what... No, no, no. Not at what cost. I'm just saying like, how do you get somebody to do all that stuff 24 hours a day, wake up whenever you want, eat whatever you want, do whatever you want with only that amount of pay? What do you do? You know, like how do you get them to do that? You... It's just a charisma. It's like another thing is that cult leaders are always very charismatic. So like right. they're all very likable characters. Which Doc Antle was pretty likable. Yes. And then Joe Exotic was very like outgoing and just different. Like, wow. And like, you know, very flashy guy. I know they're weird. I know it's hard for somebody who's not in it to understand. But like clearly we understand why Joe Exotic was like, like people have glorified him and seen him in that light. And that's why it is strange. Um, but yeah, no, they, they paid him a hundred dollars a week. And then, so she mentions Doc Antle's talking shit about that. He's like, oh, they're going to talk shit about the way I pay my employees. Carol Baskin gets away. She's the smartest bitch out of all of us. She gets paid. She pays them nothing. They're all volunteers. And then Joe Exotic's like, how the fuck does she brainwash all of her, all of her workers to not be paid? I, I, (laughs) here's the thing about that. Like, I get that maybe they don't require payment because it's something they love or they're passionate about but i feel like at some point even if i like something too much i would want to be compensated it's like um especially since one of them said she works full-time yeah she like that's her thing work, oh yeah i work christmas everything i don't come anywhere yeah like at that point like do you even want to start a family do you want to put them through no No, i think she did have a family i think she has a working rich ass husband that's I my sure theory with so. it that's my theory is that it's just people who literally are just like yeah you know i don't know that's just me but it's it's she's the smartest one out because she does word stuff correctly she does do everything she needs to do right like she even though she did everything like even though she might have done 
you know, whatever. Even though people. she fed her husband to the cats. I don't believe that. Well, that's not true. I don't not believe that. I just don't believe that we should care. No. <laughs> I, I honestly, because one of my friends asked you about it as soon as I finished the, as soon as we finished the docuseries, that was his first, so first question. I that's genuinely why. don't think she did. Why? It's just that. That's crazy. I thought you would. No, I, th- there's a difference between someone that can so pull up. you just fucking lying to me that whole time? Yeah. I just you're a piece to... of shit. The well, whole, here's no, the thing. no, I'm going to say it. The whole show, this bitch was like, nah, he killed her. And I was getting so frustrated. I was like, how the fuck do you know? Literally. Well, here's the thing. A little sidetrack. Just two seconds. One thing about me is that I like personally pressing people's buttons, which is a horrible habit of yeah, mine. because you're a piece of shit. So. Yeah. Honestly, it's a bad habit. <laughs> I just like pushing people's buttons and making them mad. And then at the end, be like, no, I'm just kidding, dude. I agree with you. Like, I'm on your side now. Yeah, I'm on your side now. No, but like, there's a difference between someone that's smart and capable of doing something and then just playing it off and making, like, doing something without them, without others thinking, let me start all over with words (laughs) and then English so people can understand me. Okay? I can do that. There's a difference between someone being very smart and being capable of doing something and playing it off amazingly so that people That's don't suspect you. That's what I'm thinking. And there's a difference between Just being looking, yeah. looking smart. You can look smart and be a complete idiot. I don't think she's an idiot. I think she looks very smart to some viewers and some people that defend her only because she's Me. behind a camera or sorry, in front of a camera. Well, that's what I mean. I because, think she's mar- marketing smart. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, but I genuinely smart. think that if you grab... What's his name? Carol Baskins. Or Baskin. Is it... Various Baskins? <laughs> Carol Baskin? Many Baskins. It's Carol Baskin, right? One Abundance of one Baskin. Baskin. It's Baskin. Yeah. yeah if you one. take Carol Baskin <laughs> and just ask her questions that have to do about tigers or have to do like about cats in general, she'll probably like answer... 68% correctly or She'll 70%. answer all of them. She said she loved all cats, stupid. What do you mean? There's, that's exactly my point. That there's a difference between actually looking stuff up or her caring about it or knowing about it. She can probably say all this stuff in front of the camera no, and I actually not... I think she cares about it. She well, clearly my, said she had okay, like an obsession sure. with it. Fine. I think that's different. I think she my had an thing obsession. Is, my thing is, I don't think she's capable of killing her husband or she was capable because she. that's just like a look that she's giving. Stupid. <laughs> Like, my thing with that is that she's so creepy because, like, we were sitting there and I'm, like, trying to defend her. This is right before they explain the whole, like, thing. And I'm like, no, she didn't do it. And I was just like, honestly, even if she did, like, whatever, she was 19, he was 40, he was, like, a creepy-ass guy. He's just weird, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he probably, like, the way they are describing him, it wouldn't make sense that he leaves. And people, and then the people who are saying that she did that and the people, the one person who made up that she fed him to the tigers was fucking all of her enemies. You know what I'm saying? It was Joe Exotic. Like, that's the only reason that that theory even exists is because of them, because of her enemies, because she had so many enemies. And and see, otherwise, that's... even and this is what I'm gonna bring up. Even her fucking, uh, even Don Lewis, her, her disappearing, disappearing husband, Don Lewis, her his executive assistant. Who was what the fuck was her name? The executive assistant of Don Lewis was um what the fuck was her name? Anne McQueen. Oh, Anne. Anne, Anne, Anne. Okay, Anne McQueen was like She's the mom of Lightning. That's why. That's Lightning McQueen. If you didn't <laughs> get the joke. <laughs> Ow, bitch, you're breathing into my Ka-chow. ear. Ka-chow. <laughs> um that bitch literally like she even she didn't 
like, I guess, like, she didn't shit on Carol. Like, she even said, like, no, I don't think Carol killed him. No, I don't think this. I think he fluffed around with a lot of women. That's it. Like, she literally just... Either that or she's just trying to, like, not be a part of that. <laughs> you know, she's not trying to be a part of that fucking drama. She just, like, was like, I'm out. Like, Carol Baskin didn't do it. Nobody did it. Whatever. I don't think she did it. And then she just fucking bounced. Like, she left. I think that's so interesting because she had nothing to gain from this. Even <laughs> what are you going to gain from it? <laughs> even though Carol Baskin took everything from her as well. You know, she went into her office. She took all that stuff. Even though that chick should have every right to be an enemy of her. Either that or, hear me out, theory, theory time, Carol Baskin has some blackmail on her. Do you ever... So this Hear is, yourself. No, <laughs> this is not sidetrack, really. It is. Do you ever cannot explain something because of... <laughs> Why are you laughing? Do you ever cannot... No, do you ever like have trouble explaining something because of... How much information you have and want to say it to where you can't explain it. So me, a genius, a literal genius that I am. I, or maybe it's a language barrier. Or maybe it's the fact that I'm in front of a microphone. But in more, of a, in more of a conversation, I can literally explain to you why Carol Baskin is just not a good person. Even the way she's portrayed in this series. And I can also explain to you how, like, Joe Exotic is just a horrible human being. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I have so much to say is probably not letting me say it right now. <laughs> I think that's what I'm having trouble saying. Okay. Well, I'm going to disagree with you. So You're going to what? I'm going to disagree with you. I don't think they portrayed her as a good guy or a bad guy. I really think they put her in a neutral position here, which I was kind of happy with. Um... And I honestly, I think they put as where as far as the darky series goes. I feel like they put everybody in a neutral position, and by that I mean like they just explained everything that they could about them. You know, mm-hmm. I know that there was a lot. of... I think there was an equal parts bad and good. Is what I'm saying. You know, every good thing about Joe, every bad thing about it, it was just like both. You know what I'm saying? One thing I will say, they didn't say a lot of good stuff about Carol, but I don't know if that's because. It, honestly they didn't say a lot about if we really look about look at it they didn't say a lot of things about carol you know what i'm saying well no not really and i really think it's because she just wasn't like i'm not gonna let that I, nobody needs to know and i really like you can see this different ways you can see it as her hiding something or you can see it her being the smart publicity person that she is and she's saying it's none of people's fucking business it's none of their business to know about me like that you know i mean all and she I, cared I, about I, was the if lawsuit. anything i respect that yes but that's because she had the right to Exactly. That's what I'm, no. I'm agreeing like, with you that you know they didn't saying? show her a lot, or they probably didn't say a lot because at the end of the story, like at the end of the day, sorry, the show is called Tiger King, right? They wanted to show th- Joe Exotic's like difficulties and obstacles that came in the what three or four years that they mentioned, and all she played in part was the lawsuit and that she was an enemy of him. That's why I'm saying like, I don't think. Well, no. I, I'm, Her only contribution yeah, was that. Yeah, and the same thing with Doc Gannell. I guess they didn't really show a lot. Yeah, the about whole him point either, of the but... documentary was Joe Exotic. Yeah, yeah. And how he ended up in jail and well, I mean, it's for the next twenty two years. Talking about her though, you know, yeah, like, it's all about him just like going off. So it's, I mean, it's like you said, she's neither good nor bad. Same thing for any other character. But the only person that I think is a good person, which you can probably disagree with, is uh, Eric Cowie, 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 the zookeeper, because mm-hmm. he. Was just working. He was just an employee. Yeah, he was just an employee. 
he gained the animal's trust, and it bothered him when they would use him well, to him lure the them to one, kill them. John, the one with the, without the legs. Yeah, like or that. He, I think that's the only good guy because he even says like, "Oh well, yeah, I would just also, make myself um, sandwiches work." Seth. Yeah, Seth. Like him, he was awesome too. They were just genuinely good people. They yeah. didn't have any dirt well, on them. That's, that's a part it. of the like the cult. The cult, like the thing is, like it's not like the a lot of the members like sadly went through something, and it's like this is them trying to you know live life after the fact. Yeah, and even then, it's like it's not like the cult isn't still because none of them on. defended Joe in the last episode, the Tiger King and I. Yeah. We're like, how do you feel after all of this stuff? Do you think he deserves? He's like, yeah, it's justice. Yeah, good riddance type thing, and that's insane because those people were like. And they even said that Saf, the way that he was talking about him in the, in the in the show, they were like, "Oh, he's he's uh, glorifying him or something like that." And he and then he says in the later one, he's like, "I don't think that was true. I think I was just saying exactly what was happening." And I want to state here right now that I think he deserves everything he's going to get. But mm-hmm. even he said he didn't think he deserves to be there in the rest of his life. Saf, you're talking about Saf right now. Mm-hmm. Like he thinks Joe does not deserve to be. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so, I mean, that's just interesting. But that's just what's going to happen to those. So, um, favorite character, go. Oh, I think I already said it. Who? Eric Coey. Oh. He, he was just the only one, in my opinion. I don't know. I didn't like the way he was so... That he just, he literally was living day by day. He did not I, care I, about I anything. Know, but and I didn't he like just that did as way, he was told. Yeah, no. Well, in the beginning, I didn't like the way that he was just like, I don't give a shit about that. Like, the way people are saying something, he's just like, I don't give a shit. And I was like... Yeah, you don't give a shit, but that's probably why a lot of stuff that you complained about later on was it got away with because you didn't. But not really, because you can yes. only control so much. Yeah, but it's not like he he was it was it was stuff that was happening in front of him. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, Travis, like okay, him about? going through what he's going through. These are just visual things that these people saw and just kind of like every single one of those characters was like, oh yeah, it sucks. Like we saw him, you know go crazy and like clearly joe was like controlling him and this is not like well what the fuck were you doing well what can you do they're all people that had nothing that's why joe picked them up and gave them a job yeah. they have no money if they're kicked out of that job they're doomed yeah they're just being so that's why would, would you i mean i'm not saying i'm not gonna stand up for the little guy i know i'm, not but I'm saying just saying that, like i don't think it's like something to be like a praise thing you know like what what you're saying with eric is like oh he was just like i don't give a shit i'm like well yeah like none of them gave a shit about anybody else but themselves well, at the end of the day, what do we have to talk about? The animals. He did care about the animals. That, that's, that's what I'm saying. Okay, so he, that's what I was going to say. That's what, I was gonna that's what I'm saying. He was probably the best one because he cared about those animals the most. That's what I was going to continue on is that it didn't literally become apparent. That's why I hated that they... It seemed like he didn't give shit about anything in the beginning. But then in the end, he just says like that. And then that's what they all say, right? Is that... Oh, Jesus, fuck, hurting your hand. That's what they all say is that basically like all these animals that happened to them and then in the tell all they just kind of say that's how it went you know what we couldn't say anything because like joe was like so what did they do what did he do to them that like made them stay there you know threaten them probably man because it doesn't seem like that it seemed more like a like he even said like a he said he would get yelled at and stuff like that or whatever but they also had like like i guess spits of like love i guess where they're just kind of like he's he says you know like you know you mean a lot to the group or whatever but then he didn't say that either he said that all he would do was just like tell them they were worthless and that they didn't mean anything that was part of their daily routine he said yeah and i was like that's insane like 
he got away but later on he just got complacent basically he just lost all the people that mattered and that could have helped him in the end and then he just you know went crazy i think it i mean they even mentioned that it happened because of travis after travis had shot himself can we just fucking go back to that my favorite character will always and forever be josh joshua and josh style yeah. Oh, okay. Because out of everybody there... We're going to talk about Travis for a quick second. You said, can we go back to that? I feel like we didn't get to know anything about him because of, like, how young he was. I mean, all he cared was what, drugs? That's all he wanted? I mean, yeah, because he's literally trapped. Well, no, even before that, that's what Joe said. And even the other guy that interviewed, like, he was 19 years old. All he wanted was to smoke pot. And as long as he had pot throughout the whole day, that's that's why he was with Joe. No, no, no. It's not that Joe. That's not what they said. Like, they said that or... he was nineteen. He was trying to have fun or whatever. But after a while, that's when he started just needing pot constantly to get through anything. I think there's a difference between being trapped somewhere and wanting to be somewhere for sure. I don't think Travis. He was, was... in a toxic relationship. Well, I understand that. Well, so, so was John, trapped. and John was in the same way as Travis. Yeah, but John was John much had... old. Was much older after that while, and started to see some from the outside also. It seemed more like he got more connection with the whole group because Travis was not working at all. Travis was on his own. Travis was just like a trophy wife, basically. Whereas John had more interaction with the rest of the group. And so it allowed him to disassociate with, you know, everybody. Whereas Travis felt isolated and alone and trapped because that's all he had. He had nowhere else to go. And he had nobody like that to talk to. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, John found a girlfriend. And got away. You know? Which was one of the secretaries, I think they mentioned. Yeah. where But then Travis was like, it wasn't like that at all. He didn't do any of that. He ended up, he was just stuck. You know what I'm saying? So that's why, like, I don't forget that. Like, that's, that's a toxic relationship. That's what he was in. In an abusive relationship where it was just like, cool, I'll just buy you weed. And that'll be fine. And not to mention his just mental health was just completely going down. Now I wanted to talk about like because that's such a sad sad part and like one of the biggest parts in it because I it wasn't until that episode and why the storytelling was so good in this part it wasn't until that episode that you actually learned that he did die because I didn't think about it because a lot of the other episodes were not surrounding the husbands or you know his love life or whatever. So it wasn't until that episode came up where I was like, "Wait a minute, we haven't seen Travis." now like what he looks like now and i was like oh my god they're gonna he's died jesus christ and then that's when they first introduce uh the campaign manager joshua and i was like oh that's strange and then he says you know this was like the worst time of my life ever and i'm like well yeah for sure man worst time of your life this this place is crazy that's i can't imagine and then they hit you with the fact that he fucking shot himself in front of him like uh, Travis tr- shot himself in front of in front of Josh, and I'm like, "What the fuck? Like, how can you? How can you survive after that? Jesus Christ! Like, that's crazy. How can you walk away normally? Is- I, which is what he explains that he has to get, you know, definitely needs counseling and stuff like that. And one of the biggest questions was just like, did Travis do it on purpose? Um, and I wanted to explain that it was like where I tried telling you where I was trying to explain like. Oh, was he being suicidal? Not intentionally, not directly, but like his behavior and the things that he was doing was relatively suicidal because it was just him like constantly numbing himself to things and constantly yelling and stuff. Not to mention carrying a gun around like that in general. Was, you know? Yeah, what I'm I saying? mean, I'm not 
entitled to give an opinion about that, obviously, because we're neither of us are psychologists or psychiatrists mm-hmm. of this sort. I don't think we have a say in it, but from the signs, I guess, yeah. He, well, no, I'm that's what I'm saying. Signs, like you know, like yeah. it's just stuff like that, like it's just like a leading to that, and you know, so like. If somebody asked, like, if that was intentional, I can't say if it, if I, I couldn't tell you if it was or wasn't. Or wasn't. Because it's just, like, sure, even if it wasn't directly intentional for him to grab that gun and shoot himself, him acting the way that he was and throwing that gun around the way yeah, we'll he never was. never know. Well, him acting the way he was and the way, throwing, away the, throwing around the gun that he was, it is a cry out for help. And it was him being stupid and in suicidal attempt. You know what I'm saying? Like, in that way. But then there's also the point where he could have literally been doing it. But then Josh says that he swore to God that he saw the fear in his eyes when he realized what he had done. That he had seen Travis look like terrified to know After like, holy shit, that guy did that. Bullet was shot, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is like, that's insane. That's crazy. Um, But to go on from that, another thing is like, who... I mean, who else do you think, or what else, What do you think? Like, what are other theories and things that you, like, would see throughout this one? Because I know for a fact, I mean, the biggest one is, like, Carol and her husband. Which I don't think it has to do with anything, but... I mean, I... When I was, um, I think it was a manifestation of Joe's, like... Yeah, I mean, that has nothing to do with the story. I mean, it's just yeah. him wanting to pull out dirt and yeah. just get back at her. I mean, there's no need to know if her husband died or not. It's just people, like, making fun of it, and she's probably going to live with that for the rest of her life, because... Even if they never have proof that it did happen or didn't, like, people are just going to call her out on it. People that, like, are going to support Joe are going to call her out on it. I genuinely think that, like, the stuff that's going to play out afterwards, after Tiger King document series or whatever, Jeff and his wife, Mm -hmm. now running the zoo or whatever the heck, they're going to have so many legal problems. And even though they changed the location and they changed the name and all that stuff. Well, they already had like, them on their own, too. They're all sketchy. I feel like it's just going to come back all the way around. And it's like freaking, what's his name said? The one without legs? Um, John. John. It's like, oh, we're far from done with this. Like, the document series is done and Joe is in jail. But, like, now comes, like, the hard part where people are just going to go one by one and start attacking. Oh, or that, maybe not attacking, but, like... Asking too many questions, pulling out so much dirt. Even Joe's, um, the last husband, Passage, what's his name? Dylan Passage. Mm-hmm. He had, like, in the last scene, he pulled out so many, like, files oh and all God, stuff from the scene. warehouse that Joe had. What did he say? He was like, like oh, oh, Tigers to Doc Antle. He's like, wait, don't read that. And he, like, pulls it away yeah, from like, him. Yeah, like, they have so much stuff to go on for. So even yeah. if we have theories and all stuff, we'll oh, never know until that stuff arises. That's you know? something I wanted to mention, too. That part where he marries Dylan, and I think this is the most fucked up part. Of the whole thing. He marries Dylan two months after uh, Travis died. And he invites Travis's mom to the wedding. And she just goes, right? She's like, I guess I'll go, whatever. Goes to the wedding, takes a picture, and then he never talks to her again. It's literally just for image. It's literally just to be like, oh, okay, Travis's mom is okay with it. It's so everyone fine. else should. That blew my mind to where it's like... Yeah, she was very upset. He's cruel. Like, he's just... Oh, my God. He's playing out like just a fucked up person. He just doesn't think even about if it's, people's Even feelings, if it's not about jail, he needs he needs help. Like Yeah, uh, who else had said that? That he definitely needed, even before Travis's death, he just needed psychological help. That was um, the help. producer. He needs someone to be with him and like help him out or at least go to therapy or something. Yeah, Rick. The producer, Rick. I think he had so much in his head going on and 
like you said earlier, well, the documentary said it, but he lost sight of the animals in the early beginning. So that's Isn't what, that like, weird, though, that he mentioned that in the end? When he was crying and he finally, like, left and he went to, like, a random place so nobody would find him? He accepted it. Isn't that strange that he finally started to become silent, right? And he wasn't, like, all crazy and hyped up and they're like, clearly he's hiding something. I was like, I think that was the point where he realized he was just, like, he was screwed and all of his messing around was not going to fix it. And he's done, you know? And so he, like, left and then he cried and he's just like, I hurt animals and i did this this, and that he literally just owned up to it basically and just said like i fucked up like and, i lost and, that and you can really use that with anything and i guess fame gets to you you know fame gets to you not only that but like money is the most imp- money is the root of all evil i definitely believe that like anyone can start like a business right just because they want to start a business a restaurant but then if it blows up and you start making so much money you lose sight of like the customers or like the culture behind it or why you're cooking certain foods and all stuff and at that point you just care about the money and that sucks when People go through that. Same thing as YouTubers. YouTubers sometimes like start a YouTube channel of, I don't know, for example, a game that they really like. And they start getting all these subscribers and that game blows up or whatever. Then after a while, you lose sight like, of like, I don't even want to play this game anymore. And then they start playing all these other games. And the whole matter of fact, the like starting, you started off with this little thing and now you don't even care about it or you don't love it. And it, it sucks when you and lose not, sight of not, that. And it's not about like specifics. Because you're saying like, let, let's say in that aspect, like YouTube, right? Like, oh, I'm going to play a game. And I lost sight of that game. It's not about that. It's more about like why you started playing it or why you started playing games in the first place. What was important to you in the games? At the time, it too. was this, this and that, you know, or I wanted to be really good creators. I wanted to be local creators. I wanted to be people who care about their um, their players. And I want people I want uh, developers that give a shit about it or whatever this, is. you know, just an example. And then you start playing games that are sponsored that give you money that help you that mm-hmm. are probably really shitty don't give a shit about their players and that's where you, you lose become focus. a seller yeah and so that's the same but like this is the same Musicians, thing with all this same stuff thing. where it's like but this is more specific to with the like with with joe exotic where it's like he did this this and that anything he could to get money you know yeah and completely derailed from like what it was you know and then i was crazy seeing those videos of him when he was younger where he was like these tigers, you know, are taken every day and people pet them and do all this stuff. And he was just shitting on... He was basically saying all the things that Carol Baskin says. And then then. opposite, Carol Baskin was doing all that stuff beforehand. Did you see all the pictures of her when she was younger? And she was the one who was, like, holding the tigers. And Yeah, well, she mentioned that was her first, like, plush animal, right? Well, because... Well, no, no, no. Like, her her husband, Don Lewis, was a collector of animals. And then she turned his whole thing around to a sanctuary instead. So, like everybody's got this shit that they do and they just they've all like after years and years of this this industry or this like world that they've created in their own head because they're all stuck in there they've just gone fucking crazy that's crazy that's insane i think it's definitely a sign of mania at that point it's like you can't be obsessed with one thing because it's going to lead to like a dark path as like philosophical as that sounds i'm not even trying to sound like that it's just like you can't obsess. Anything in excess is bad for you. I think there should be a line as to how much you dedicate yourself to something because other than that, you're going to lose yourself in it. Does that make sense? Yeah. So they definitely lost themselves. All all characters in the that. The only thing is that I really say that Joshua Dial, the reason I liked him so much is because he seemed kind of be, to be like that outside figure looking in kind of thing. I know he was like in the campaign, but clearly he was one of the people that was like sane, you know? Mm-hmm. and that one that was like realizing that people were crazy and that people like were weird and you know stuff like that yeah and and he had a political science degree yeah. 
and he you know and then ironically that terrible thing happened in front of him out of all the people there it happened in front of him and then on top of that he's the one in the tell-all that mentions the beauty of it right he talks about like wow you were woken up to the roars of lions and things like that or that's such an experience or any of those characters are talking about that like i like that they ended it with that the fact is like there is a beautiful part of it we need to save that part and focus on that part for the next you know years going on or things like that. and ultimately i'm pretty sure that's why the document like the document the documentary was made and why netflix you know put it out like Mm -hmm. it's just animals we want to care about them i really liked it honestly such a great show we need to take care of them and we want to make sure that everyone at least can participate or at least do as much as they can but not lead to obsession and that dark path so that was our first tv show we ever reviewed or gone over sure ever um and we will be doing a bunch of tv shows after this but a lot of them we're probably just going to do in one in one episode because clearly it's it might be a lot to do one per per episode per episode because it's just gonna it's a lot of episodes it's gonna change up every single time we do a different series or whatever it is we choose but we do have news on our next series which is going to be drum roll oh shit ow that was a drum roll oh cult cult movies so cult movies are going to be watched um starting soon and wait specifically what kind of cult movies one the cult movies that have to do with cults in them so <laughs> the cult movies that we want to discuss wait wait just wait I'm explaining the series itself before i mean we'll probably explain more but like um because this interest in tiger king you know it got us talking about cults and like the ideas of like leaders and things like that it's just really interesting and so um we're gonna be watching movies that not not to be confused with cult classics which are completely different (laughs) um these are movies that are be portraying cults that might be based on true stories or just like fun scary stories about cults uh and then juan's gonna give you a list of those so episodes that are gonna be coming out from the podcast are gonna be on thursdays like we said, so this is the last episode that does not come out on a Thursday, but all the other episodes will come out on Thursdays. And the cult movies that we are going to be watching for this cold movie series are The Sacrament, Midsummer, Martha, Marcy, May, Marlene. That's one movie, by the way. <laughs> Holy Smoke, Split Image, The Master, Hereditary, Sound of My Voice, Waco. Which is a, it's actually a series, but we're going to include it in this because it's a really good series. Children of the Corn, Rosemary's Baby, Silent Hill, and The Invitation. So those movies are the ones that we're going to be watching and discussing. So if you guys want to tag along and watch them with us, then we'll notify you which episodes are going to include what movies in the soon-to-be future. So be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, The Wrong Opinion Pod. Wrong opinion pond at wrong opinion pond. Um, look on our website so we can give you updates about what episode is coming next, uh, what you should watch. We'll also give you suggestions of where to watch it, um, because we're gonna be struggling to find where to watch it. But for sure, some of them are Netflix, some of them are not. But some of them are really, really old movies. But some honestly, of them we're gonna have to act out, you know, completely to learn <laughs> to know the movie. Um, these are movies that we some of us I have maybe Juan hasn't seen, I have seen, or Juan's seen, and I haven't seen um previous to this but we will be watching them what or maybe you have seen them but we haven't fuck okay we haven't seen them together fully i don't know 
Um, so, but we're going to rewatch them together and then talk about them and come on here and they're shows that are, are movies that are awesome. So let us know what you think. And let us know what you think. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.